0: We talk about fashion, financial literacy, mindset,
1: and you already know, because I'm with you again. What's up, guys? This is your boy, Zion. I'm tapping in with you guys again. And today, we got a special interview with Mr. Bryce Jokani from Atlanta, Georgia. He's a designer, owner of POV, established in 1996. And let's kick it off, man. How you doing today? Good, man. Blessed to be on here, man. Oh, yeah. So, great to have you on, man.
0: Yeah, yeah man. Go, go and st- um, So, man, my first question is, man... How did you come up with POV? And also, man, what brought you here? So what molded you into doing this now? Like, so like, tell me like a little background story.
2: So POV came across me in, I want to say it was like around 2017. I was still in college. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just going through stuff. And a lot of people, I kept getting insight on from people that I really didn't know, like, hey, you should do this on your life. You should wear you should think about doing this. You should study in this. It was just people dishing out information everywhere, trying to tell me where to go, what to do. And I just kinda neglected all of that and just focused on my point of view on everything. Yeah. And that's just kind of where point of view came from. It's just a self-expression, a way to kind of display your fashion, your mood, just anything how you anyway, how you feeling, what you're going through, you kinda everybody kinda displays that in the way they dress. Right. Any mood, you kind of see
0: that in how people dress. So I just kind of took that to another level and just applied it to everything. Yeah, man, because I read the magazine, The Voice of, like, just ATL. And so you was a college, like, just football player? Yeah, I played ball. But cause that's what's I mean, so what was your major, like, because uh, in college? And, did, and was, did you finish? I was a business. Go ahead, throw my back. And, on and, and, um, did, and, and um, did you graduate too? Yeah, so I
2: graduated uh, 2019 in December. Um, right before COVID hit, um, mm-hmm. I studied in business marketing. Um, it was that's pretty simple. It's pretty easy. Not not too much studying to do. Yeah, it was easy to juggle that and football. Um, yeah, so that made it that made it cool. But definitely majoring in business marketing helps me with what I want to do now. Is it's definitely a lot of person to person talking. It's a lot of just marketing yourself. You learn you learn how to do all that type of stuff. Yeah, Mm -hmm. bro. Where did you go to school at? I went to Reinhardt University. Reinhardt University. um, It's a little bit. It's North Georgia.
1: So it's like 30 minutes from Kennesaw. Okay, okay. Uh, I like what you said. Like, you just really got to focus in, like, your own point of view, man. I can relate to that of being a college student myself and, like, juggling and, like, of growing up, like, we often try to fulfill the expectations of others like our parents and, like, outside forces, yeah, right? Right. But, like, where i met with it, like, I feel what he's saying, like, you really got to hone in and what you want to do. Like, I was trying to do, like, the African Essentials thing and do school and yeah. everything. I had to, like, tell my dad, like, the podcast is the thing I want to do. Like, yeah. th- this is the thing I feel like we... You know when you do something, and don't even feel like work. It don't. It doesn't. You can do it all <laughs> it day. It. Yeah. Like, that's that's the beautiful thing, but... And like that's a luxury a lot of people don't have, right? Cause like they be like, man, I gotta get up and go to work, man. <laughs> I don't, I don't have that feeling, man. I want to do it. So feeling, man, it sucks. I'm it telling sucks. you, bro. That shit does suck. So, uh, I seen in your Instagram bio, I did my due diligence, man. And you called yourself, of uh, a visionary icon, bro. Uh, and you, and you, uh, said. You're a visionary, and I feel like visionaries are important to this world. And I, I think of myself as a visionary because I, I can't. You can ask that I can come up with a concept, and I can Boy. tell you exactly how it's <laughs> gonna be, and how we can make a million dollars off of it right now. Yeah. But like, I feel like as visionaries, we can come up with something. But the the most important step of visualizing something is the execution behind it, right? Right. But first, I wanted to ask you a two part question. What do you feel like visionaries mean to the world, bro?
2: I feel like visionaries give insight to the world on many aspects bro as far as like just different way of thinking a lot of us don't think the same and a lot of us have many like I feel like as a visionary you are able to step outside that box and say hey I don't believe in this or I see this going a certain type of way and it's not being looked upon as kind of Oh, he's an outlaw, or he, he, you're just a little different. You 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 see things different. You 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 kind of just come across things different. I think that's just based on how I was raised. My mom always told me to look forward, look look past what you're doing, mm-hmm. try to try to build off that. How how can you build off the little thing that you have started to make it grow to the biggest thing? Yeah, that's bro. just
1: kind of how what I mean. I relate to that, bro. That that's significant, bro. And like. As a visionary, like you said, you can see something a certain way, and like you said, you think outside the box. Like to me, there is no box, and like, uh, I'm about to quote Nancy Hussle. I'm always quote Nipsey Hussle. A, he got this quote, like saying, "Of all progress depends on the unreasonable man." Like, hmm. of when you reasonable, you like you accept conformity, you accept things <clears throat> as, as they are, right? right but like i feel like i can't accept that because like we talked about in our uh last episode like the radical people the revolutionary people are the ones that were outside the box the ones that didn't fit the mold because if you fit the mold what we gonna remember you by like what did you do that was different right
0: man cause I, I mean cause, like there's no what legacy man. did you leave exactly i mean like just legacy man and like my question is I mean, like you being all right so you playing like just football so and you graduating is your football teammates your customers now
2: yeah bro it's I it's <laughs> i don't wanna i i don't wanna say nothing too bad about the the well i'm from i'm from augusta georgia okay so um being born and raised there it's not that big, so everybody knows you everybody's seen what you used to do what you have become what you're trying to do now so it's like you 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 have those people back at home that you know that's gonna tap in you know they're gonna They are gonna provide some 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 feedback and all that type of stuff, but I say my some of my biggest supporters are coming from the dudes that I played ball with for five years, bro. Yeah, whether it's just reposting, they they don't have to buy nothing. I try to tell people this all the time, like whether you buy something or not, like it's other ways to support. But that's what we just talked about, man. And it's like I I can look I can post something and not see all my old college teammates repost it or we do the same thing for each other it's just like a it's a it's a team it's the, it's like we still on the team it's
1: like we still got each other's backs what so i like, see them my fault. Well, that, finesse, like it's reciprocal like and like you said it's a way that you ain't got to pay for it like you don't got to it don't hurt you to help me type yeah. shit. It don't even hurt you, like, to, um, you know, like, just like a picture. Exactly, bro. <laughs> and, and people, you would be surprised how many people follow you and they never like your stuff, like. Never. Like, yeah, it's just close, like. They just want to watch. Yeah, they just want to watch your moves. Yeah. But they, they'll they never tell you, like, bro, I salute you. And like, what Nilsson Helson said, he said something else. He said, if it ain't, congratulations. If it ain't salute, I got to look at it like hate. <laughs> what? If it ain't salute, is hate, bro. Hate, what hey, I'm trying to tell you, man. And, like, me, so...
0: Um, so, like, my question is, so do you, like, knit and, like, sew, like, your own clothes and,
2: like, hats, right? So, I, um, I started hand sewing. Okay. Um, go to the thrift shop, buy some jeans, take some pockets off this, add the pockets on that, just built my way up, and then I got into a, I got a sewing machine. I want to say my first sewing machine I bought for $20 at the Salvation Army, bro. (laughs) What? worked on that for about six months, got a new one, and it's just been like elevating. I could really show y'all what I am actually in my studio right now. <clears throat> um I could I could actually show y'all. Y'all see the machine right there? Yeah. Oh, man, that shit. Oh that's, that's everything that I do my hats on and everything. So that's how I do my embroidery. But I still also cut and sew. And all that just to keep my versatility going.
1: I feel you, man. Uh I wanted to jump back to that visionary question. Like I said, it was a two part question. And I seen also you had a post on your Instagram, it said the vision is free, the hustle is sold separately. So uh I wanted to break that down. Like we talking about being a visionary, how it's easy for us to visualize something and tell and like tell how tell how we want it, but like I wanna jump back to it. Like the execution is the hard parts, like when it comes to execution, like, what are some tips you can give to somebody that might be listening to this? Or, like, some hard lessons about execution that you had to learn in order to, like, break, make the things you want come to fruition? That's a good question,
2: bro. Um, I say the only thing that when it comes to execution, bro, is it's about your will, bro. It's about what you, what you it's, it's really it really comes within, bro. Nobody at, at the age we are, bro. Nobody's gonna make us do what we want to do. Your mom's not finna wake y'all up and say, "Hey, y'all got a podcast, bro? Y'all need to get up and do the podcast." No, nah, they'd rather y'all go get a real job. So, <laughs> like, real feel. It's, it's like I um I don't know, but it with me, it just comes from seeing what my mom did, how she how she grinded, how she struggled, how my parents struggled. Just seeing. That they didn't really get to chase their dream because of the the stuff that that came toward them at a young age. It just makes me get up and say, "Yo, I need to do this. I this is what I said I love, so it shouldn't be no reason that I could go execute this and and get this going." See, man, just, I think it all comes from within, bro. Man, this is so like just versatile from like the others,
0: man. Cause you actually sow and create like you know like just create like you know like I mean ah cause like you know like your own shit. So, you know, sewing has always been looked at as a feminine role. So, have that ever phased you when somebody ever tried to say
2: that? It was crazy, bro. As of sewing now, I probably... It's probably one of the most attention-getters, bro. Mm. For me to say that I sew, it makes girls look like... Hold on, can you you make girl clothes? I'm like, yeah, I can. I can do pretty much anything. So it it's really, it I don't think I've ever been looked upon about sewing. Um I feel like that's I feel like in the age we are now, a lot of stuff is becoming unisex, bro. It, yeah, it's yeah. very weird <clears throat> out here now. I ain't gonna say it's weird. That's that's a bad thing. That's a bad thing. I I wouldn't say that I take that back, but it's different. It is different. Um so I feel like for a guy to be able to sew it nowadays, it's, it's actually a, a good skill or trade to have. And I feel like anybody out there that that sold and if they look
1: being looked upon about it, man, fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> Most definitely, bro. And I feel like, mm-hmm, bro. I, yeah, this next question I'm about to ask you, like, I was going to ask you, what's your competitive advantage? But I already feel like you've been able to sew and make, like, one of one clothing and, like, curate things from scratch is your competitive advantage. But, like, what else that you feel, like, separates you from other designers? Like, what do you do that others can't? Hmm. Dang, I, you know, I
2: ain't never really thought about that. I'm so intertwined into myself, bro. Yeah. I don't really look on the outside. Like, I mean, I have homies that, that do the same thing I'm doing. That's, if not better than me, you know what I'm saying? We at the same level, but... Yeah. So seeing them, like I got a homie, he he'll put out some stuff. I'm like, oh god, like <laughs> yo, let me let me lock in, let, me, let yeah. me not not chasing him or not, but we keep each other on our toes. So the competitiveness, I feel like I just with me being me and who I am and how I look at things and how I attack stuff, it's just. I feel like just being me is the only competitive advantage I have, bro. Once you, once you get around me, once you see how I work, you see the work ethic, you see how I think. It you you'll definitely be like, okay, he's
1: different. Is he definitely brings a, a total different energy than we seen in the fashion game for sure. Yeah, bro, that's deep. Like you you said, just being me is a competitive competitive advantage, yeah. like. That's what everybody has. Like everybody has competitive advantage, but like what you said, like everybody is a unique individual. It's like you can't replicate. You can't replicate me. You can't replicate that. You can't replicate yeah. you, bro. It's like everybody brings something different to the table at the end of the day, but and I just really fuck with that. But man, like I, just yeah. I feel say... like
2: once you really tap into yourself, bro, and learn about yourself, bro, is. It's so many barriers to unlock within yourself, brother. That is man, it's a whole new world. Stuff you didn't even yeah, you you didn't even realize you could do, bro. It's it's crazy. Yeah, bro. I would have like, never thought I'd see myself sewing again. Like I used to design clothes at a young age. Like you did, like I'm not in really design. My uncle used to draw, like actually draw out bathing suits and stuff. So I would sit with him, look at him, like, yo, what's this? Like what you doing here? So coming up at a young age, seeing him do stuff. And he's a he's a stylist now, so it's 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 kind of in our family. So that's just kind of been in me, and I just been going.
0: So like your uncle was like your big like mentor, and he taught you the ins and out of like sewing and like just designing, really, right?
2: Mm, nah, bro. What? Um, I kind of at a young age I saw him designing. Mm-hmm. I saw how he how he dressed. I saw so that that kind of molded me, but. I wouldn't say nobody really had an effect on teaching me sewing or designing. I kind of just came into that in my own, like oh, in my yeah. own time, and gradually. Like I, me, me personally, I don't, I don't call myself. I don't think back in the day I could really dress that well. Like middle school and you know how we used to dress back then, bro. It was, yeah. it was a little different. Yeah. So, um. Yeah, going, coming up, bro. It just started clicking. And I just, I, I was like I said, I self taught myself how to sew and embroider, all that. Like I still have a lot to learn, but it's with it coming from myself, I'm teaching myself <clears throat> exactly what I want to know. I'm not. I'm kind of taking my time with it, man. So it's 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 good that I'm teaching myself.
0: Yeah, man. Cause everything is a process, but man, I wanted to like just say, man, the biggest threat to black owned businesses. It's really black people, man. Because I don't know, because I want to ask you, like, have you ever been in a situation when somebody tried, like, to lowball you and tried, like, to get it, like, just for cheap? Like, hey, bro, because we was on the same team, because you know what I'm saying? So, but can you give me, like, a 30% discount? You know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> i definitely feel that. I, I see that, bro. Um, When I first started, bro, I wouldn't, I knew the quality of my stuff. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. So when I first started, you could get T-shirts for $10. You could get whatever I was making for a lower price at that time. Then I started getting good. Mm-hmm. And once my confidence get up in something, then it's kind of hard to kind of shake me off that. So it's like, yeah, I've definitely had people come up to me. Like, I, um, I sell a lot of stuff on Grail. Mm-hmm. Grail is an app where you can, like, second-hand sale and yeah. see a lot of designers on there for second-hand selling. I ain't never heard of that. I post my hats on there for about $50 and I get, like, yo, I give you $10. Whoa. Yeah. I give you 20 Like, all right, like you know what I'm saying? I, y'all don't really know what I'm doing. Yeah. Y'all probably don't even think I'm doing this stuff myself. You probably think I got this from somewhere else. Exactly. So I understand that. But when it comes from people that you see on your Instagram, like in your pictures, it does feel a little different. And I don't know, I try not to look at, I try not to lowball anybody. I I feel like if I look at your stuff and I you ask me for a price, I'm going to pay it. Because that's what you, it's more than just you getting money. You If black owned business, people have to understand everything that we're doing, we're feeding it from ourselves. Exactly,
0: black owned so don't like be your free.
2: Supplies, your supplies, everything coming out of that $30 you're asking for a t-shirt. Right. So it, it's, I, I really wish people would understand that, that it's more than, we don't have many support systems as young black-owned businesses.
1: You kind of just using all your revenue to feed back into your your business. Yeah, most definitely, bro. And, like, everything that I'm hearing him say, bro, it just sounds like he really tapped into himself. And, like, I just really wanted to speak on that. Like, whenever you try to do something, or like, you trying to accomplish something, like, you got to focus on yourself, like, my time came with focus on myself when Corona hit, right? It's like, I was at, I was in college having fun. And like, I realized me personally, like my happiness was coming from like the things I was doing, the people I was around. Yeah. And like, to be honest, I ain't even like coming home, bro. <laughs> so I ain't even like coming home. So I came home. That shit was like, kind of like depressing. Yeah. But like, when I tapped into myself and I realized what I really wanted to do, like there's so much power in that because like once you realize what you wanted to do, you become you don't conform to certain shit like you can be like bro I'm off that like I'm not I'm not gonna do that it don't align with what I want yeah uh nice. you less like people can't move you away from your goals because like I know what this leads to and I know I don't want that and like this is the the standard I set for myself so I'm gonna stick to this like it's so much power man tapped into self because like you know what you want so if I be like Zay man look if I'm like a random, one of your old friends be like Zay man let's go smoke this weed it's for twenty yeah da da da, da. Let's go do this. Last year, I might probably could have gotten Zay to smoke some weed on 420. Yeah. But did you smoke some weed yesterday? Nah, but 420 don't even
0: feel the same no more because it seemed like everybody on crap. <laughs> oh, okay. Like, they, they so consumed into it, bro. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah, man. Like, your methods, So, because I seen that you dropped that hat, you know, where, you know, because with, like, a little stripper. So, like, your methods of selling. Do you use any scarcity? Like, okay, but I got 50 hats. And then you know, like that's it. So, do you use like some type of methods to get your sales? You know what I'm saying? Going. I
2: definitely do. Um, When I'm dropping, say hats and stuff like the the stripper hat, the ATL culture hat. Mm -hmm. That's a pre order only. I wouldn't. You're not probably won't see fifty people in those hats. You probably you wouldn't see me sell fifty of those. Um, Right. But as far as like everything else, um, I try to keep a. A good amount of things for the people to 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 buy from. Um, I try to let people know though, like like I said, like when I can touch on back when I said last time, um, how black businesses have to feed all the money they make back into the business. So it's like I have to be strategical with what I'm putting out, so I won't break. So I make sure I can break even. So I make sure I can. Get above my sales on what I'm, what I'm selling. I, me personally, I don't like to sit on nothing. Mm. If I make something, I want to be able to sell it within a month or so. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. I don't never want to be sitting on a bunch of hats or anything. So usually I will release about 20 hats. Okay. On my, on my page, quantity is usually about 20, 25. 25. Just because I'm small business right now, I know my demographic. It just comes with all that.
1: Yeah so like you just say you know your demographic like what do you feel like your demographic is and like if you not reaching some people what are some like people you would like to reach i say my
2: demographic now is if i had to tap into tap into something specifically definitely streetwear culture people that's into the streetwear brands that that that's definitely my demographic um I'm trying to get more into women i want I want women to understand that that my clothes are unisex and you can dress everything doesn't have to always be tight or yeah. it doesn't always have to look so girly in order for you to to wear these clothes so um yeah that that's kind of i say from like middle school to about age thirty five forty right. is my range of for my demographic and people that I I try to, I tap into the skateboard community a lot. Skaters are definitely, but that's where the money is. That that's kind of what what we grew up off of. But like seeing Tony Hawk skateboard in Jordan ones
1: back in the oh, day. Yeah, he did, bro, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. In Elementary school,
2: Tony all Hawk, the white kids dude? used
1: to have the Tony Hawk shoes, bro. Yeah, yeah they did. Shoes. Oh yeah. I, yeah. I went to I went. I told my mom I went for the Tony Hawk shoes my mama black mom she think i'm on jordan's or something right <laughs> she took me to the store. we look at them she's like you sure you want these <laughs> yes bro this is what everybody got the tony hawk shoes yeah i want the tony hawk shoes i remember that vividly man and they got like the big Yo, hawk shoes they got the, it, they was like white and like the big clunky yeah. looking tony hawk shoes man i, remember I definitely remember what you bro. talking about bro that's crazy Boy. That's crazy, and like you said, you said skate, yeah, skaters are definitely unique. People skaters have like a unique style, style bro. Dude. Like man, they so versatile. Like on their dress, man, they yeah, don't like, care. Yeah, streetwear. I think it's, streetwear derives from uh skater culture, and like it is, it's all in one.
2: I definitely feel like um, I don't know. It's it's kind of it's kind of weird to me to see like people like to thrift now. Oh um, yeah, mm-hmm. like. As a as a as a kid growing up, single parent single parent household, Marshalls, Ross, TJ Maxx, with, Those are those are regular stores for us. Yeah, that, that's, that's school shopping.
1: Yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs>
2: so like to Freak. see people go out and, and like want to thrift every day, and like the way they dress now, it's it's very funny to me because like y'all didn't. Yeah, you know, we used to get on off.
1: But buying a polo shirt from Marshalls Yeah, I, I, got, I, got, I got a story. I go got ahead, a story, bro. Right? I, got story. Crazy. I got a story So my mama growing up, my mama loved going to Goodwill, bro. She called it GW boutique. <laughs> no lie. No lie. She used to go in there so much. You I used to not want to go in there because I didn't want to be seen in Goodwill, bro. Yeah. Like I'm just waiting in the car, bro. <laughs> I don't want to go in there. Hey, but now I grew up like I like I love thrifting now. I can go show you, I can put some pieces out of my closet right now that's right. thrifting. That's some old vintage pieces that nobody got. Right. That I found thrifting. Like, it's a lot of significance in that. And I ain't going to lie, bro. When I be talking to girls, that that's like one of my go-to dates. You trying to go thrifting? Yeah. They go say yes. I'm telling you. They go say yes. I'm going to say yes. I, I mean, so thrifting is like just online, shopping. line. No, bro. Like, thrifting, you go buy reused goods. Like, you go to Salvation Army go, and Goodwill. And you, like, you try to find, like, the unique goods. But, like, think about it, you got to have an eye, bro what people a lot of Not people too- don't have that eye right. mm. so like i can show you some goods like let me grab all right yeah i got i got a like, big old good like good this is one of my, my favorite of pieces like this vintage gap Ooh, like okay when i be on campus wearing this people are like bro where you get this from where you get this from you can't find this bro you can't yeah. buy this now yeah it's probably like 2006 or something i'm like, telling you like bro. i got but i got pieces on pieces man let me see that's oh, how it like, is, bro. like, niggas can't get the fooboo, bro. The fooboos. Oh. <laughs> like, bro, I, I, you gotta have an eye. Like, this is the type of eye that I'm talking about. Like, boy. He, he flexing. <laughs> like, you gotta be flexing. able to. You gotta be able to, like. It's when you go find used vintage you showing goods. out, G. I appreciate that, out, bro. But, like, bro. you gotta have an eye when you go thrifting. I mean, so what stores, though? Tell like, Goodwill, Salvation Army is all used. You'll be surprised now, though, bro.
2: It's, it's so many. Young black men our age, they got stores now that thrift. You got Versus. You got Good Times ATL. I've well, been there. A little little Five Points, bro. I've
1: been all up in there. Yeah, my
2: brother, my, my boy that I went to school with, uh, Austin Woods, he got a store called Aconicus in Smyrna. It's pretty new. What? Um, three Points ATL. They got, two, they got two shops. They got one in uh, G-Co and not sure where the other one at. But yeah, those those three those those shops I like just name bro those those like places oh exodus too exodus in jonesboro yeah all those stores bro those those stores i like go into and and, and tap into really I'm telling you Especially with Goodwill You kind of know Goodwill Ain't got nothing
1: Yeah bro You gotta you can go definitely
2: go in those stores Get you some
1: shirts and stuff bro For sure Most definitely You find the pieces No, Nobody gonna have those same pieces You got on bro I guarantee you, bro Shit man I need to take my ass up there man Cause I ain't even know about this bro You
0: ain't know about the thrifting bro nah, I ain't man I ain't know nothing about that At oh, all bro Something
1: y'all put me on game You can't baby. just go to any Goodwill though <laughs> You gotta pick the right area bro Yeah you go to Like if you go to like That shit like if You go like to like Buckhead Alpharetta yeah. Yo, you might like. come
2: out with some Kooji with some or something. I'm telling you. Kooji That's the type
0: of
1: stuff you get there, But got
0: everything, bro. But, man, I used to get picked on co wearing Coogee, bro. Because I never get, because I had, like, some Kooji jeans, right? And they had, like, the rainbow colors, cause on the back. So, bro, I was in middle school, and it was like, Kooji. <laughs> <laughs> Coogee? Yeah,
2: don't nobody know what that is. Yeah, Don't see, nobody know what that is. Man, they, I mean, because, you know,
0: like, this when I was younger,
1: because they didn't know. But now, man, like, it's just a whole Hey, like the whole like another trend with yeah it. bro fashion always come full circle bro so like the shit that we wearing right now it's gonna, it's gonna go out of style eventually but then you'll we'll grow up and see our kids wearing it again right, right? Are you, like, you, like your parents are like we used to wear that back in the day like that's that's true man yeah man like champion yeah. like champion and
0: be cause you know man, that shit was not in middle school cause I never forget man I had a champion t-shirt Man, you got a champion, but now we in high school. Everybody got
1: you champion. It's crazy, but they used to sell champion in Walmart, bro. I'm telling you, no lie, bro. Man, I went to Bryson Middle School. I used to have to wear a uniform. Yeah, everybody era <clears throat> Hollister out. Mm-hmm. I was in Walmart, Walmart polo and Dickies. <laughs> <laughs> now everybody wear Dickies ass, and, bro. and workwear, bro. Dead like, ass. I'm telling you, bro. Like everything come full that's a circle, bro. That's real spill. Man, that's, man. A real spill. Man, that's crazy. Now, like. Diggies are such like Diggies and cars are such big brands. People take Diggies uh jackets and screen print they logos on it and resell it for hundreds of dollars, like.
2: Yeah, that's that's what they doing now. Dang. Like that's the wave now, bro. that's crazy, man. Which at least I, I rock with it. They they got some good quality stuff. Yeah, my I worked definitely. at a manufacturing warehouse, bro. So like I did embroidery for for many different brands, bro. I did embroidery for God is Dope, Slutty Vegan, um, who else? I did stuff with Prince. Press.
1: Uh, Those some big names, bro. God, is yeah. Uh, the shop that
2: I was working at was dope, bro. Um, yeah, it was dope. I learned, I learned a lot there, just as far as like the manufacturing business. Uh, but yeah, learning there, bro. Standing there, bro. I'm like, yo, all these artists come in, they want to get their merch done. Yeah. But they're not putting on quality stuff, which is <clears throat> which is mind blowing to me, bro. Like y'all have the money and the ends means to to put out the best quality stuff, and y'all buy Gilded to, to put y'all stuff on just yeah. to sell it for higher prices. talking about their profit margin, bro. Yeah, man, it's crazy, bro. Like they, I don't know. I I was a little baffled by that. Man, I got. I'm, I'm out here
0: What's up, bro? Because I was like doing my research, and I didn't know Kanye had collaborated with Gucci and um Nike. So who do you wanna like just you know like just in the future like just collaborate with?
2: You know what's crazy, bro? If I was to say like say something like that, I don't, I don't know, bro. It wouldn't be nobody big, to yeah, be honest. It be something it'd be I start off small, like I like Converse. Converse. I like I like what Jay Z doing with Puma. Well, um he's with like Puma. how he got cold no. in his shoe. What? Um. Um, if I had to pick a designer though, I would say the Rude mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or Fear God. Maybe I
1: got a Fear God right those, now. Those
2: those kind of those kind of the two dudes, Rude and Jerry Lorenzo, are kind of the two dudes that kind of look at as far as like okay, they 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 number one for me. Like they yeah, top right. dogs for me. I'm a oh, big but, Jay
1: Lorenzo fan, bro. I got on some Fair guy jogging pants right now. And you I, know it's crazy. I don't own none of his stuff. Work, bro. It's great quality, like you said. You was just talking about quality. Oh yeah, it's amazing quality. quality. And like, uh, I was just on rude Instagram page. They had future modeling. They uh, they stuff so like what yeah, type dude, spring summer? Yeah, they yeah,
2: spring summer collection. If you had to choose, like an yeah.
1: influencer, like what influencer would you want want in your clothing like? Mm-hmm.
2: I don't know, but I gotta kind of I, I I don't know. I got mixed feelings about that, bro. Got <laughs> I got real mixed feelings about about
1: using influences
2: everything. in my stuff because it's, it's when influences get young brand stuff, the focus is taken away from the actual designer mm, and yeah. who he is. Mm, deep. <clears throat> Quick one. Um, it's a trucker hat out in Atlanta going around RGB. Yeah, I love it. Black dude, he going at it like I just seen him rise up, which is dope. Like within the last five months, then blew up. But I I've seen stuff in the past where like Offset, he it was a it was one time I remember it was this kid he I think he was making jeans or denims, and dude posted it. He had got kind of big, and Offset commented on like had like posted a wild comment under his picture like I made you like all this kind of crazy stuff and I'm like I never want to run into that with an influencer because I feel like once an influencer once somebody's so big takes your brand to another level it's like whoa he did that for you or like he got you to that point which I know everything everybody needs help but I just feel like in a a big influencer right now I don't really feel like that's the way for me i don't i wouldn't i feel like that'll take away everything i done worked for as far as like just taking the taking the 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 focus off on me it is like almost becoming like it's that influencer's brand you get what i'm saying Yeah,
1: that's understandable bro like it makes a lot of sense that's a great uh take if i did have to pick if i did have to pick like
2: influencers, I'd rather like sports, like okay. basketball players, like young I got I got I got people in there. Um I got a couple of homies that hoop, like overseas, and I rather tap into that. I got a homegirl that plays soccer, pro soccer overseas. So it's like I rather tap into the ones that's still kinda Growing. rising, That's just yeah. every bit of everywhere. But like if I did have to pick, I I would I would rather NBA players in my stuff. NBA players, oh, definitely. Like,
1: yeah, yeah, man. So you got it,
2: it'll be definitely it it'll, it'll yeah. definitely be
1: cool to see my stuff in a tunnel fit. That that'll be dope. Yeah, that's why I think is. the NBA uh tunnel like that's the thing. Like when you see the players walk into the arena, and you don't know where they got it from. Like uh, it's a wrong way for like, you know those shoes, those YG shoes that I bought. Like a part part of his rollout, he had Kyle Kuzma wear his shoes walking into the Lakers game. He did. Mm, okay. it's like you just gotta pay attention to like certain branding strategies people use. Like like he said, like right, it, it's it's a thousand ways to do things. Like like he said, you don't gotta have like the the latest rapper in your stuff. You can just do subtle. Like, things. I'm
2: not gonna lie. I had me and my homie, my my business partner, I was supposed to be here this morning with me. Uh, we got a home. We got homies that actually do music in the business. They helped us out. Got Schooly in a couple of our hats. I gave Schooly a couple of hats. What? Which was dope. I'm not gonna lie. Like growing up listening to Schooly and stuff, you that 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 was dope for me. That was that was definitely dope to see Schooly like you want one of my hats. That was dope. I I will say that that was dope.
0: Man, like so, what's the big vision for your brand in the next five years or three years? So what's the big vision
1: for you, man? Yeah, let's say the name POV is in 1996. We want to plug them as much as possible. All right. Man. So what's the big vision for POV? Establish
2: see the thing about i with me being a designer, I have multiple brands, so like bJ condon is actually his brand of his own too mm-hmm. um but p o v was my first, so i kind of i still i'm me personally in the next five years, I kind of want p o v to become a younger generation brand for the younger generation, okay, so have that as more of a athletic gear like streetwear type brand for that for like middle school demographic elementary on up to high school and then have BJ in there for like middle school on up. Like it's yeah. just it's certain is I feel like with B BJ it's is more of a it's a elegant streetwear and with POV is solid streetwear. You're gonna get graphic tees you're gonna get like we're gonna get wild denim stuff like that just just all kind of the pov is where i probably would do the collabs. Yep. and but in the like in the next five years i see BJ Conan as just a just a brand with with multiple like multiple ways of of income and not just fashion but just like teaching schools like teaching how to embroider teaching how to sew mm-hmm. um marketing Marketing uh, classes, just everything. Like I, I like photography. I wanna, I got homies that do music. I just wanna build B. J. Condon up to kind of like an umbrella to where like Rock Nation is to yeah. to have everything else fall up under there like and Daniel to be able to do the things right.
0: See, man, I like that because he's just not just sticking like the one thing because he's expanding because he's using his gift to like just amplify into different like just avenues. And that's what like a lot, and that's what like some people don't do, man. They just stick to that one thing and stay in that one thing. But man, you got to use your really? gift and your passion to like just amplify you to other passions and the other like just streams of like just income, man. So that's a, hey, man, because I like how you said that, man. So man, I'm glad that you said it for me real.
2: personally. I have to branch off into different things. That's bro. to um I get I get complacent. And with me being a creator, I, if I focus too much on one thing, the creative juices fall out. Mm. So if I'm in here, I'm making hats. I ain't really got no colorway in my mind. I might take a walk. I might just go walk. I might be going for about an hour, two hours. And I might not even come back to the house and, and do that hat. But tomorrow I might be riding down the street and it comes to me it just it, right, i right. had to learn i had to learn not to force creativity it's going to come
1: yeah bro it's going to come i agree with that cuz like last night we working on the magazine concept right mm-hmm. and of uh, yep. i been thinking about this magazine but like this i was, was doing visionary come in but I was, doing, I was i was <laughs> doing school work and it hit me like the concept hit me like bro this is how we do it
0: yeah
1: mm-hmm. i wasn't i wasn't even thinking about the magazine the concept hit me and I was like, that's how it be, bro. yeah, bro. That shit gonna be. It's <laughs> man, gonna be dope when they cover exactly about, it come out. we can we can discuss it after we finish recording. But my last my last thing, bro. I was doing some more research on your page, and I see you make a legalized being black shirt, man. And yeah, when you, I seen that. In the current climate that we in, bro, like as just being a black person in America, bro, it's dangerous. They make it feel like it's damn near a crime, bro, like. <laughs> What you can't do shit, and they just make shit ten times harder for us, bro. So, like, what else, like, would you like to use your brand? Like, how else would you like to use your brand to, like, help black people advance in America and help black businesses in America? Like, what other things would you like to do other than, like, make the T-shirts? Because, like, man, that that's a great message. Legalize being black. Like, they do make it feel like it's damn near be illegal to be a black man or a black person in America. Facts. Um, I always... I always wanted I like
2: helping out the youth. Me personally, bro. I feel like, and what we going at now? Mothers are getting younger. Mm-hmm. They is. They kind of going back to what we used to, what we grew up with. I grew up with just like I knew my dad, but he wasn't in the same household as me. Yeah, I agree. So it's it's kind of they kind of getting back to that, where it's just single moms or single dads, whatever the case may be. So I kind of just want to. I want to be that that avenue. For kids to to see, like, okay, I don't always have to play sports, or I don't have to 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 be in the streets, or whatever the case may be. I just want them to understand, like, there's different avenues. There's more than one way of of seeing the the, the a view on life. Is is I I mean I don't I don't like the police brutality or nothing like that. But I, me personally, I don't feel like there's nothing. I can change within the black community for that to stop Mm -hmm. me personally. I feel like it's not going to stop until whatever is happening to us happens to them. And I don't wish that upon nobody, but it don't start with us, man. It's nothing we can do or anybody in our community can do to stop what's happening. It, it, They have to stop that. Yeah. that's a tough question bro i me yeah. personally, i just want to be there for the youth bro i I don't think there's nothing I could change as far as like with the police brutality or how we are looked upon because i mean i went to a i went to a predominantly white college mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: canton, Georgia is like yeah, we've heard cherokee of cherokee county yeah. that's that's very that's very white it's a white area bro. I went from freshman year getting pulled over like three times a week riding a fishbowl honda accord bro like getting pulled over three times a week like it's it's weird bro i think it's just people gonna they're gonna have to change their view on us bro they're gonna have to tap in deeper with the government it's a lot of stuff bro that's i feel like that's a whole another podcast for y'all bro
1: Most, (laughs) most definitely man yeah like I feel like thing. it's a
2: whole other podcast, bro. Well, definitely, and man. I definitely, I got some people that that know that talk about them politics for y'all, bro. So a... sure, you me to personally, practice. I'm not no politician though, bro.
1: Yeah, <laughs> me. I don't like to get into it that much either, bro. But I just need to legalized being black. I, that's why I asked that question. Yeah, no,
2: that legalized being black shirt. That was definitely a movement for me. My dad, me and my dad designed that shirt together. Well, that's what's up. Um, so that actually was in the works before George Floyd and. All that, which was crazy. So, like, for us to push that out and for, for me to see, I, I had white friends that I went to college with that bought it, was, like, wearing it. Like, that, That I felt like I did enough then. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I felt like, okay, I reached out to some people. I made them, even if their parents didn't think how they did, they seen their daughter or whatever wearing their shirt. So it's like, damn, am I being maybe I'm the
1: wrong one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I feel like I, I, those shirts. Yeah. And uh, you said something of, when you was answering that question, I wanted to end on this note. You was like, growing up of, we can be like, more than just like, play sports or rap and like, not be in the streets, right? Like, that's part of like, thinking outside the box. And i like, I want more people like us, like young black people, young creatives, young entrepreneurs <clears> to realize <throat> like, it's more than just being an athlete or being an entertainer or choosing the streets. Like, growing up, I ain't never... I never heard of a podcast till I was 18 years old, bro. Man, I ain't... have me, Yeah. 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 Nobody ever told me I can do this. Yeah. So, like... On I, the podcast, I
2: know, like, ESPN.
0: I'm telling That's you, it. bro. Look, man, because I ain't know that... I mean, because, like... I mean, like, because I ain't know that, like, they had a
1: podcast. Exactly, bro. Like... For real. So... I just wanted to just say this to anybody listens to this. Like, bro, you can do whatever you want, but, like, don't ever be confined to a box. Like, yeah. Never. Like I say, bro, there is, there is no box. Don't ever confine yourself to a box. It's like, you can do anything you put your, your mind to. Like, that, that might be a cliche saying because everybody be like, you can do anything you put your mind to. But that shit is it's true. It's true, man.
0: It's true, yeah, bro. Because I said on the last podcast, man, 2020 gave us that vision. But 2021, man, like, because it pushed us, like, to be in a cave and to actually do for self. Because, like, man, like, because I really think that's the solution to all this, man. We got to start doing, like, just for self and just educating. Bro. Because sometimes yes, bro. we don't educate and we just look at the streets. But we don't look beyond the streets. We just look at the surface level. But we got to look beyond the surface level, bro. So y'all two being so visionary, because I, I mean, because I, like, just, like, just honestly tell that you read books, though. Really. You know, you know do
2: you? Well, man, not no, more, bro. not no more. Now I do read articles and stuff, articles. but like for me to sit down and read a book, challenging. I don't have you. time for that, bro.
0: Yeah,
2: I don't have time, bro. I wish I did, bro. Like my brother, he got he got book clubs and stuff. Well, that's what's up. Wish I could tap into that, bro. I I lost the the love for reading books, which I need to get back into it, bro. Hey, man, I need. Man. I definitely need to get back much, into that. Bro, bro. Bro. Man. man, just being a visionary. Well, what I do like. I might not read books, but while I'm working, I throw on podcasts, and, like, that's kind of where I get my information from. I exactly. see different people's point of views and stuff like that. Uh, that's where I get it from.
0: Exactly, man, because podcasts and reading and, and like, this. Building your mindset, man, is so important, man. Because man, you got to look in your yo. mindset, man. So that's big for real. Yeah, bro. I feel yo. like this one
1: of our best interviews, man. We hit Boy, a lot of man. we hit a lot of different topics in this one, man. It's a lot of stuff.
2: We did, bro. This is this is fun, bro. This <laughs> well, is definitely, definitely fun.
1: bro. Uh, we definitely want to have you on again. I want to thank you for your time, man. Thank hey, you yo. for being open and doing this, man. Thank you for being so
0: hey, humble, bro. Anytime, man. bro. For real, man. Like, man, you a humble anytime, dude, man. Like, bro, this is dope, going. bro. Like, but keep going, and yeah. I'm gonna buy your hat today real so like man hey man so go ahead and shout out your uh
1: because so your um your instagram your brand both of your brand names go ahead and plug yourself man hey man y'all y'all
2: y'all follow me on ig b i think it's b dot jacchanan that's b j-o-c-h-a-n-n-a-n and my personal page is bryce underscore jacchanan um yeah, y'all follow those brands, man, and just check up, check in on me, man. I, I, I'm a sporadic poster. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I post when I want to. I post when I want to. Um, my brand is me. So, like, you see old seventies videos or something like that. I just that's where I get my inspiration from. Every, all over the place. So just. It's a little abstract, so just bear with me, y'all. Man, go bear support the
0: man, for <laughs> real. Most definitely, bro. I mean, so peace and blessings, family. Love you guys.
2: No, nah, Peace and blessings to y'all, too, bro.